deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. accident that almost made me lose my left testicle joined by heister <laughs> uh, hello <laughs> i don't know how to, to follow that up but and joining us from the southern east coast ray ray's back hey hi, hi i missed you guys it's fucking we missed you too. here though man like I don't know if you, actually we did an episode that was titled after my swamp ass. It has gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> Maryland is wet, but I love yeah. it here. There's yeah. guys, there's uh, trees here. Tr- yeah, trees are lovely. Um, I will see. I would like to plug Gobon powder. It it it, it works for these uh, swamp ass. Yes, I've been using that. I went to Walmart. Thank you for the suggestion, bro. Solid. Yes. Anything we could do to help. (laughs) Speaking of people who aren't helping, uh, Ray, with you coming back and us coming off a string of very happy episodes, I'm not going to do a emotionally heavy. I didn't prepare an emotionally heavy episode. Just one day we can roll our eyes at and make fun of motherfuckers. Oh, yes. I need that. My soul needs that. (laughs) All right. And we'll start off in the land of country music. Oh, Lord. So there's a country pop band called Lady Antebellum. Last month, June, they decided that having a racist-ass name for the last 14 years wasn't a good look. For those who don't know, Antebellum is Latin for before war. And uh, the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines the word Antebellum as existing before war, especially existing before the Civil War. So basically, the name of the band was this white biatch and those two. Uh, I fucked that up. <laughs> the name of the band was white bitch that used to own motherfuckers. <laughs> basically, yeah. That was basically the name of their band. Anyways, they decided to change their name to Lady A. Anybody want to guess what the problem with that would be? Well, just like everything else that they have in their possession. They stole it from somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say they... Bl- yeah, they, I, I, actually, I am just going to say it. I think they blat- blatantly tried to steal it. Uh, the problem being, as reported by Rolling Stone magazine, there's already a blues singer who performs as that name. Anita White, who is black, has released multiple albums over the past 20 years under the name Lady A. Now, mind you, Lady Antebellum, who wants to be Lady A, have only been performing well, under that name for 14 years. <sighs> anyway, she's gearing up to release a Lady A live in New Orleans album on July 18th, her birthday. Now, you think the logical solution to all this would be for the country singers who like racism to change their name. I mean, that would be logical, right? Yeah. It would be. It's already taken. What? Uh. And especially in this moment where supposedly changing their name is to show that they support Black Lives Matter. Right. Yeah, see, you, you think all that. It, but unfortunately, that's what we get for thinking. Nope. Well, After emails and Zoom conferences, the popular country band figured they could just share the name with the black female blues singer who still has to work a day job in Seattle. Here's what's really bothering me about the whole thing. Um, If they were that serious about removing all of the racist traces from their group name, they would just drop the A and get creative. They're supposed to be artists. Use your brain. But then, you know, people know them by that name. So when you type in Lady A, even if you're going to spell out antebellum, it'll pop up 
and instantly connect to them. That's how, you know, internet. Well, then they could do Lady, like, they can get. Lady Ann Hill? I don't know. Lady A. Lady I'm... Aunt Jemima. No, they might like that name. <laughs> if they um, use that, I'm going to be so mad at you. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> I am because you just said it. And what if I it... put it out there in the ether. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. You know, they they wanted to take photos with her and do a song with her. Basically parade her around like, hey, look, we got this good gal and everything's lovely. The singer, knowing that she'd be buried to page 10 in a Google search, and even had trouble uploading her own music since there's a name conflict uh, reportedly told them that if they want the name, they have to pay her. Ten million dollars. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yep. That sounds fair to me. Seriously, the band decided to sue her for the name because that's the better way to show your support for Black Lives, Ra- uh, Lives Matter by erasing a black woman. Sounds about from sounds about white. It's really <laughs> pretty much. Um, if they don't hey, get uh, they- their fake allyship. LA ship selves out of here and sit down somewhere. The thing is, them and whatever record label they're on have the legal power to to bury really her. make shit difficult for. Her. Yeah, I'm hoping some powerful attorneys support Lady A. I'm gonna put it out there that Jay Z, Beyonce, any of those guys out there, you know, making differences, might want to step up and help this this uh, singer out. They've got the money to throw behind a lawsuit. It, it would be good for black artists to throw that out there too. That's a that's another good idea. Yeah. But a lawyer looking to uh, make a good statement can also do it. I, you know, I'm I'm vaguely familiar with the band. I know people who like country music, and I, I look at them funny, going, "You like bullshit." Because they don't <laughs> even like the good country music. I like the good stuff. I can't handle this new auto tune. Sounds like no, they're yeah. about to do a record with Lil John. Shit, I I don't like that. Because it's, yeah. it's it's essentially pop music. That that's yeah, all. Yeah, really and I'm is. not a pop music fan. I like the actual older country. Yeah, I, I actually am a pop fan, but I don't consider that good pop. I consider that like you know Justin Bieber, you know, <laughs> yeah. Miley Cyrus song. level pop. They have one song that I like because it sounds nice. Which I don't think I've ever heard any of their music. It's a song that's uh, I can't remember the name of, but it sounds like a blatant ripoff of Brian McKnight's Anytime, oh. which I really like. So it I'm like, is. oh, you just it, it's pretty much the the same premise. Do you think about me when you're lonely? Mm. And it sounds the same and all that. Oh my god, all that. I do like that song, motherfucker. Yeah. Now I'm upset. You know the song I'm talking yeah, about. I yeah, I like it. Yeah. Now I'm upset. <laughs> it's the middle of the night and I miss you yeah. now. Yeah, I And I wonder song. if I ever cross your mind. I'm like, that's ripping off Brian McKnight. It is, viciously. but I love that so song. They, so they have a history of ripping off they, black artists. They do. Oh, there it is. They got a history of ripping off black artists. I bet you we could look at their catalog and go, Ooh, I, I guess they uh, really like this Tony Braxton song, huh? <laughs> Ooh, I love Tony. Oh, me too. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm really upset that her last album, uh, uh, "Sex and Cigarettes," didn't blow up more. That song, that's that album is great. Really, but anyway. I didn't even know she had one out. I'll have to check that out. It's like two years old now. Oh shit! Maybe, maybe, maybe because I I don't know horrible people. I was not aware that she got a lot of like misogyny noir from other from black men I didn't, about the about her voice being deep I didn't hear any of that either oh my god I guess my friends this is just something I, yeah it's something I just learned about recently it's like what is wrong with you I love that's why I love her though I never she, heard about it but I should have known she has like such a beautiful her deep voice it's like deeper than the ocean I, I love it I love her voice she's one of my favorite performers oh I mean even even if she did do all those squats to make her butt disappear um, Squats are supposed to make it bigger. Maybe she was doing them wrong. It, it firmed it up, and I uh, know uh, if you look at her butt now, and you look at her butt back when she did that uh, music video with uh, Babyface mm-hmm. from the uh, Boomerang soundtrack, yeah. Yeah. and she had on that tube dress and them hips, them hips didn't lie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. All right. 
Moving on to the downfall of Terry Crews. Oh, that hurts. It hurts. Now, Terry's uh, history is a little extensive, so let's break down how he's always been kind of fucked up. But I was rooting uh, for him. <laughs> everyone was rooting for him. Um, it started when he came forth with his sexual uh, assault allegations against a well-connected Hollywood agent. He faced mockery by his peers like 50 Cent and Kevin Hart and was even threatened by the producer of the Expendable movie franchise because that agent represented Sylvester Stallone. Uh... Terry coming forth helped highlight how powerful men in Hollywood are able to get away with this abuse. And if you look at how Kevin Spacey's back, they're still getting away with it. Uh, but not so deep under the surface, Terry was always kind of shitty. Back in 2014, Terry Crews was on the uh, TV show The View and managed to upset the host by saying, quote, I've posted things on social media and people got angry at me. And what I said was that there are some things that only a father can give give you, okay? Now people went, wait, 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 my mama. And I said, hold up. This is what I believe. I believe from my heart we are, we care more about organic food than organic people. What does that even get it? The the fuck? What does that even mean? Basically, it was the argument that only a black man can raise a black man. Yada yada yada. Well, that's just silly. He was going for that that whole respectability, bring back the family politics. Yada Uh, yada yada. uh, Parents make it. Yeah, whatever. So that didn't go over well with the ladies of the show or a lot of people. He he probably should have done his research too because Whoopi Goldberg is a single black mother. Yeah, a number of them were. I mean, yeah. um, even though she wasn't, she's single and the father's still in the picture. Jenny McCarthy had to ring his ass. Yeah, wow. and I, yeah. and when you get ring, you know, taken to the woodshed by that idiot. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she won't even vaccinate the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you, he definitely should have read the room on that one because as we have all seen for our entire lives, Whoopi does not mince words no. at mm-hmm. all. She ran out of fucks sometime before most of us were even born. Um, so... No, no, no. Hi uh, and I were born. We're, we're, um, oh, wait. Oh no, you're right. I'm super young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's... Yeah, she she defends she defended Mel Gibson, Ooh. so I guess yeah, she like, didn't oh, give a fuck. Oh, but yeah, still. I, like I completely do not agree with her. <laughs> Wait, in majority of the time, but when she's when she is on point, she's on point. Time out. Yeah. She she comes with that like older auntie kind of wisdom. Wait, mm-hmm. when did she? What? Wait, back up a second. Because she's 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 like she's friends with them. Okay, but what what time? Which time of him fucking up was she defending, and why? Who knows? When he told his ex-wife, I hope you get gang raped by a bunch of niggas. <gasps> yeah. She defended that? Yep. Okay. And, I, and I've heard that entire phone call, and that's not... Yep. That's, oh, no. That is, that is the worst thing he said, but he said so many other horrible things. Oh, he things. said some shit. Know, yeah. Like, he told... He called... Was it Winona Ryder? He called one of those little actresses uh, Oven Dodger. Yeah. Yeah. He asked. He asked her. It's like you're not an oven dodger, are you? Yeah. Was it Winona? What the fuck's? Oh my god. Yeah. No, it's really terrible. Um, just take a second and let that sink in. Although someone pointed out, it's like, well, I guess that's kind of progressive because he's at least admitting that the Holocaust actually happened. happened. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he called that one female officer sugar tits. <gasps> yeah. Uh, he said still... some bad stuff about Jewish people. Oh no, I saw that whole thing. That was terrible. Yeah, you know, I, I would still, never go to bat. That's why I was getting ready to say is how is he even still working? Like He's still working. He's still getting Isn't work. he on he's some show right jobs. now? Like he's doing a project of some sort right now. Yeah, he's doing it. He got a number of projects going. He's, he's got a movie coming out. Yeah. Um, but back to the uh, uh, man of the uh, moment, Terry Cruz. 
2019, Cruz reacted to an opinion piece in the New York Times by human rights lawyer Dorica Purnell. Cruz initially took issue with Purnell, a woman, writing a piece called Why Does Obama Scold Black Boys? Quote, Another thing that bothers me is that this OP ed was written by a woman, capital, about how boys should be taught to grow into successful young men. How would she know? Oh, no. After a week of debate, <laughs> he tweeted, I've re reiterated many times that same-sex couples and single parents can't successfully raise a child. But I believe paternal and maternal love are like vitamins and minerals to humanity. No matter where you get that paternal and maternal love, my, my purpose is to give paternal love. Basically making the whole thing about him. Yeah, that's, that doesn't even... So he even just said for, it doesn't matter where they get it from. So he's just assuming all these single mothers and fathers don't have sisters or brothers or aunts or uncles or male or female friends. And it also begs the question, it's like, then why are you complaining? Shut the fuck up. Right. Mm -hmm. So after upsetting single mothers and same-sex same couples, he followed it up with, Heard you. You said my purpose as a father is no longer needed. Understood. Oh, my God. So he's just, <laughs> why? Why would you double... Why would you double down? Why not just take that... That's tripling down. Yeah. Oh, God, you're right at that point. Maybe quadrupling down when you add the view to it. Um, oh, and he's not Later done. in 2019, he and his wife did the talk show circuit where he talked about cheating on his wife with sex workers in Europe and, and having an addiction to pornography, which caused his wife to walk out on him. Wait, what? That's a lie. Oh, y'all didn't know about that no, part? No. No. How did we miss that? Wait, well, there was I, a lot yeah, going on in uh, His wife found out he had a uh, threesome with two prostitutes in Italy. I think it was Italy, oh. somewhere in Europe. Oh, no. How did she uh, find out? I, I think he uh, used the, the credit card. Oh, jeez. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Rudolph did a face that, bomb. That, <laughs> that, that, that seems on brand for his dumb ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he later realized, oh, wait, it's my fault. I'm the one cheating and saying if you don't let me watch my pornography, you can leave. I'm wrong. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. After coming to that logical conclusion that, wow. <laughs> Cruz kept up the BS into 2020 after Gabrielle Union was fired from America's Got Talent. She stuck up for him. Mm -hmm. Yep. After reporting that she, she'd uh, been told that her hair was, quote, too black, and being discouraged and dismissed when she dared address legitimate racial concerns. And even though her co-host, co co let me get a shot of bourbon. <laughs> Although, this is scotch. Um, I was prepared for the wrong bite. I got a mango cart. You got a mango what? Mango cart. It's the fuck? It's a wheat beer from LA. I don't usually drink wheat beers, and I definitely don't like fruity ones because they put a bunch of fake fruit taste in there, but this has just got like a very natural light mango taste to it in a wheat beer from Los Angeles, California. It's amazing. What's the name of the company that made it? Mango cart. Or Golden Road. Oh, that's an it. Golden Road Brewing. All right. Shout out to them. Yes. Send us money. <laughs> um, it might work. You never know. And even though her co-host, Julianne Hugh, or Ho, one of the two, <laughs> was... I wasn't trying... I, I, it's H-O-U-G-H. I'm sorry. No, I don't know how it's pronounced either. I know she's a dancer who used to be on Dancing with the Stars. I think it's, that's, I think it's, I think it's, ha, is it Ho or How? I don't know. I, I like Julianne. I'm moving on. Okay. <laughs> after she was let go after experiencing negative BS and former NBC stars like De Deborah Messing from Will and & Grace and Patricia Arquette from Medium, they came to Union, uh, Gabrielle Union's defense decrying NBC's universal treatment of women 
basically going, hey, if they did that to us, we can only imagine what they did to her as a black right. woman. Uh, also, and Julianne <coughs> Hope, I don't know how to pronounce her name, so I'm not going to screw it up. Um, <coughs> the reason that she, her name stuck out to me, she got dragged over the coals for for wearing blackface. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, so if she's if she can come to Gabrielle Union's defense, yeah. Well, you know, it's sometimes and, once in a while when people get dragged like that, it no matter how much it may hurt in the moment, they take that as an actual learning experience yeah. and they grow from it. And I'm hoping that's what's happening with her. Because she dressed up as Crazy Eyes from <gasps> Orange is Orange is the New Black, oh. <coughs> and she wore she wore blackface as the, as the character. And I think she did take it as a learning thing because she was like, you know what. I, I will wear the hairstyle, but I will not wear blackface right. anymore. Right. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Yikes, that was heavy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but a- after all those women came to uh, Gabrielle Union's defense, Cruz was basically like, Massa is real good to me. He don't give me no trouble. <laughs> after the backlash, he tweeted, I'm a hog, you're a chicken, just because you gave me eggs don't mean I owe you bacon. Ancient Flint, Michigan proverb. What? What? None of his proverbs make any fucking sense. What does that mean? <laughs> I was about to ask you to explain because... I, I think I got what it means, but I don't think it makes sense in this scenario. Oh, well, can you enlighten us? All right. You're a chicken. Uh-huh. I'm a hog. Uh-huh. You give the farmers eggs. Uh-huh. You are, yeah, it's making a sacrifice, but you still live whole. Oh. In order for him to get bacon from me, I have to get slaughtered. So basically he's saying, why should he have to sacrifice his career to save her? But that doesn't... To, to stand up for her. That doesn't this even apply. Because she stuck Exactly, up for it him. doesn't really apply. It doesn't apply, it, and she also stuck her neck out for him. Yeah. He's so, actually safer than the rest of them. Right. Yeah. Because he's, even though he's black, he's still a, guess what? He's still a man. Man. We yeah. as black women are, and I've been putting a lot of thought into this over the last couple months um, and how long it took for certain things to come to the surface that we're actually kind of at the bottom of the social ladder, like the absolute bottom. You recently came to that? Yeah, I will, because I was... I've been saying that forever. <clears throat> I will, I... On this show! I guess I tried not to process that because it's a hard... It's really hard to wrap your head around, and then you have all these different layers, so I'm I'm mixed, so I'm, like, a step above the bottom of the ladder, but I'm still at the very bottom. I'm just, like, half a step you're, up. I would argue that you're still at the bottom and separated. Oh, you're right. You don't get the support of other black women. Motherfucker. So you're kind of on your own. Shit, you're right. Oh, my God, that hurts. <laughs> I, I just I just look at how they treated Michelle Obama for eight years. Dude. Yeah. Dude. And how, and how much leeway they give. To Melania. I was actually just discussing that with my buddy the other day um, because we were somehow it came up her modeling and we're like, you know, we're not even mad that she is a had been a nude model. I'm a little upset that I've seen the first lady's everything. I've stared down the barrel of her gun. Um, But like, that's not what's upsetting to us. What's upsetting to us is that Michelle wore a sleeveless dress. And they lost their minds. They lost mm-hmm. their ever-loving minds. They called her all out her name, said she wasn't being modest for some shoulders. And, and, and I am frankly, in my lifetime, and I'm pretty fucking old, I have never seen a first lady with her level of style. Oh, she yeah. Was, no. She was just always beautiful and just, I never used the word glamorous, but she was glamorous. Not since Jackie have we seen that. No. I was I was never impressed by, by Jackie. Jackie had a certain honest. class that I think most little girls grow up admiring. I think Jackie, uh, for me, is kind of... I can't separate her from Dr. Girlfriend. Moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. Good point. God damn it. Good point. Um, no, I'm saying it kind of works for me, and I got to question myself. We're back <laughs> to the <story. laughs> Hey, she just got a deep voice. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, I could be in the ladies' room. Oh, my God. It uh, takes us back to Tony Braxton. <laughs> damn. Um, um, back to uh, Terry. Now, five months later, 
one of the most important moments in black American and black people's history, Terry Crews is back on his bullshit. <laughs> on June 20th, he tweeted, nine black children killed by violence in Chicago since, since uh, June something. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about it on the show too because it hurt my heart. But he makes this weird right-wing connection saying uh, he clarified uh, what he was saying like, saying there are some militant type forces in Black Lives Matter and what I was issuing was a warning. I don't I don't understand why why that yeah. On the third he tweet he tweeted I'm a human rights activist not a human wrongs activist. <laughs> He really Can I say thought that was super deep when he said it. I, I yeah, I hate his attempts at being deep. They're just so corny. They're so it's fucking stupid. corny. They make me do the Chrissy Teigen cringe like every time. I'm just like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was in the news recently. DJ Academics called her a bitch <gasps> and ugly and funny looking and stuff. And I I'm will like, fight him. You barely have a career. Yeah. Did you see the other thing with the uh, Janine Shapiro? Oh yeah, and the picture of um, <laughs> yeah, she like, had a phone down with a picture of Christy Teigen with just her arms over her nipples, yeah. topless, and and I'm just going to move on because uh, yeah, thinking about that picture moved me. Um, I'm just saying I don't. On July fourth, no, no, on July fourth, he tweeted, "Are all white people bad? No. Are all black people bad? No. Knowing this is reality." I stand with my decision to unite with good people, no matter the race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against this decision, I also decide to die on this hill. Now. Did he just all lives I, matter? Yeah. He did. Okay. Yeah. He did. I, it hit me in the heart when I saw 90 shootings the weekend of Juneteenth in Chicago. Yeah. It, it, it hurts, but I, especially living in Chicago, know that per capita we have the least amount of crime. Why? Because we keep forcing, due to redlining and gentrification, we keep forcing black people into smaller areas. And these are all people dealing with various economic, social, racial traumas of uh, families with addiction and all the other things that come from living as a third class citizen. There it's it's a pressure it, cooker. It, yeah. So we also, we also have an influx of guns coming from other states too. So from Indiana, right across the border from the south side of Chicago, the guns are coming in. And they're not selling them to black people. No. They're selling them to white people who sell them to black people. It's a basically I know the root of this issue and it hurts, but I understand it. I kind of want to do and I, this I, I've, I've mentioned quite a few times doing a you know, like different ideas I had for a special episodes, but I do I really do want to do a history of Chicago's uh, of how Chicago became so violent with the gangs and yada yada. Because did you know that Chicago street gangs started before? people of color even got here yeah yeah chicago's so segregated that every race had their own gang and every neighborhood had their own gang well yeah and they were also the neighborhood firemen so and they would get together and fight and people would watch like soccer games yeah it was the same yeah, in chicago's always jeez. and let's not add the police to the equation back to the story fuck terry <laughs> <laughs> pretty much but not like literally yeah. I, now, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of his whole racial placating has to do with him playing towards his white wife that he cheated on and chose porn over. Uh, oh, I keep her. She's white. Okay. But you know what? Yeah. He's also thinking a lot like the... Because I've had to tell people before when they point out that sometimes in these police brutality cases, the cops will be black. And that just kind of blows their mind and they can't understand it. And I have to explain to them, sometimes you will 
do whatever it takes in your eyes to not to make sure that your coworkers or whoever you're working with knows you're on their side and not mm -hmm. ours. So a black cop absolutely will bust your head open 10 times faster in some instances than his mm -hmm. white coworker. And placating to them can form a self-hate to where he can go in to the, the job looking to do the right thing and get into the culture and realize it's impossible. Yep. It's making me hate my own people and these cops. My, my co-workers. Yep. Alright. But it's just... It, it, I guess I missed all that other stuff, but now that I, now that I see it, it's like, oh, he, he was always just... He wasn't shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, was just, it, he was just a fucking asshole always. And it sucks because, yeah. especially as a woman, because for a long time, Terry Crews was an extremely loud voice for us in the fight for... Um, getting equal treatment in the workplace and fighting sexual harassment and rape he he was such a he at the time seemed so non-toxic and then all this other stuff came out and we're just like so this is our king you know this is what we yeah. have and, and his grief with black lives matter is that he teams he it's not a cohesive it, it's not an official group it's more ever just the new civil rights movement so you're going to get people coming at it from different perspectives. So basically he's saying, I don't want to be a part of the new civil rights movement. Yeah, right. they are 16 official Black Lives Matter chapters. And then you got the unofficial one that the dude went on Fox News and basically, of course, being the one that they would want on there, said all oh, this shit to scare them. Dude, I Googled Florida man this morning trying to find funny stories for today's show. Yeah. First thing I saw was Florida man drives into a church and sets it on fire while a bunch of people were in it yeah, last night. Yeah, so I was discussing that with my buddy Richard the other night because I suggested, you know, we do Florida man Friday stories. And uh, it turns out that during the pandemic, Florida man has taken a very dark turn. Like, he he lives down there in Florida. He's like, yeah, it's just not funny anymore. It's all been really depressing and ultra violent and just I racist. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, he's like, it's been I couldn't super find anything. bad. Yeah. And I'm like, can we? Nothing recent. Can we just go back to the days where like Florida man steals a car and realizes there's a kid in it and turns the kid or over, or the gators. Gators <laughs> has fights with gators. Or... Yeah, or has gators stuffed down his pants like. I need, yeah, especially during the pandemic, we need funny Florida man, and we're just not yeah. getting it. But then this one right wing, he was official. I don't know what his thing was, tweeted that it was a Black Lives Matter dude who did it, drove into the church and set it on fire. And I'm, and I'm looking at it, and he posted a link to Fox News, and I'm like, nowhere in this story... Is Black Lives Matter reference? This is what's the dude getting off on setting motherfuckers on fire in a church. Yeah. Yeah. Then there. So yeah, like you say, it's Florida man going way too dark. But of course, every sense of violence now is going to get every violent action is going to get blamed on us. Oh. Like they're blaming us for the coronavirus spread. Too. Well, that's like that's protests. that's like, like those no, kids. Tracer said that's not happening. Yeah. When those those I think those kids here. Oh, no, no, they weren't kids. I think they were. They might have been teenagers that kidnapped that um, mentally disabled man. Oh, why? Oh, yeah. And yeah. and they and they blame that on you know BLM or like any group or whatever. And I was like, no, these are just some assholes who mm -hmm. decided to torture a guy. Yeah. What about black on black crime? It's that a crime when police kill somebody unjustly? Y'all be like, oh well, he's a hero. Fuck. Also, when you, when they talk about that, most usually someone gets arrested. Exactly. Right. It's a crime. We want you, when, we when want the, the laws to be equal. Oh, God. We're Roger Stone because... just had his sentence commuted. Oh, yeah. I know. I saw. So. And yet, a bag of weed to get a bag of weed could get a black kid ten years in jail and his life destroyed. So. Or I, just getting picked up off the street because the police were doing sweeps. Can I just point out something really fast? To all the people blaming yes, uh, the spread of the virus on protest. When you look at those pictures of the protests, one of the things that stands out is almost every single person there is wearing a mask. All of mm -hmm. them. You look at President Fucktwat's rallies and what are you seeing there? Like, my friend was kind of 
went into the one in Tulsa or whatever just to kind of check it out for a few minutes and then went right back out. He said he did not see anybody at all, not one person outside of himself wearing a mask in that rally. I think uh, Herman Cain caught a coronavirus. He did. Rally. He did. I was just going to say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at him, but fuck him. Fuck him. I'm no, laughing. absolutely laugh. I laugh at his dumb I've been ass. laughing since I found out, dude. Like, that's what you get. That's what you Life get. Life comes at you fast. Comes at you real fast. Dude, so yeah, I'm 100% sure that's where he got it was probably at one of those rallies because the president said wearing a mask is like, what did he say? It was like going against him or showing that you hate him. So now his whole cult is just foregoing masks. Because yeah, they, they, they just want people to wear masks because it makes him look bad. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have actually been banned from most countries. <laughs> We we're because of our handling of yeah, it. Yep, we're banned. Um, Mex- the Hollywood Reporter reports the CW has found its new Batwoman. Oh. Yes, Javicia Leslie. Did I pronounce her name right? I don't know who that is. I, I think so. J A V. She was I C I A. Javicia. She was previously on a show that I'm sure no one that listens to a song called God Friended Me. Oh, mm, not that familiar. doesn't even sound it's, familiar. It's, it's, a, it's a CBS show, so, you know. Oh, okay. But okay. I, I saw her in something else. I saw her in something other than that show because I looked her up and it's like, oh, yeah, she's actually a decent actress. Oh, I was about okay. to ask how she was. I, I... Yeah, Javicia Leslie will take over the title role in the CW series the second season following the departure of Ruby Rose. I saw that shit coming at the end of season one. Yeah. She'll play a character named Ryan Wilder, becoming the first black actress to play Batwoman, being the only, the second woman period to play Batwoman. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than voice actresses. But that's still uh, In a live action TV or film production. She hasn't been in any films. Um, no. She says, I am extremely proud to be the first black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television and as a bisexual woman I am honored to join this groundbreaking show which has been a such a trailblazer for LBGTQ plus community said Leslie yeah I've never watched the show I don't watch a lot of TV I've never seen the show but I read comics with her I I watched the show and I kind of tapped out because they clearly ran out of ideas like halfway through the series oh no because the CW the, shows aren't good to me. The the main villain is spoiler. The main villain is her sister, who she thought was dead, and every single plot was about her. Oh, and you you know you know how Gotham like pretty much every plot was about one character. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they made but they made it work. Yeah, they didn't make it work here. It's like that character was not interesting enough to 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 work. Right. Mm-hmm. Like at like at least on Gotham like. Jim Gordon's ex and Tigress and all those other characters were interesting enough to sustain their own plot lines. Yeah. And and Alice is was not. That's the character Alice. And she was not interesting enough. She's just like it's like a female joker but not interesting. Hmm. Um as I was saying, uh she will not be playing the role of Kate Kane, cousin of Bruce Wayne. Leslie character Leslie's character, Ryan Wilder, is described as a likable, messy a little goofy and untamed. She's also nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her. With no one in her life to keep her on track, Ryan spent years as a drug runner dodging the Gotham City Police Department and masking her pain with bad habits. Really? Wait, so... <laughs> really? They, they have the yeah. first black bat woman and she's a, she's a drug runner. The, that that shit with Poe wasn't bad enough, making him into a fucking smuggler. Yeah, you got to make the only only other brown character in the Star Wars movies a smuggler. Now you got to make her a drug runner. Wow. Whoa, Poe Dameron, I wouldn't call brown. He's from Spain. Well, whatever. He's not. He's not a hundred percent like. He's, he's not Ray. He's he's European too. Well, Just he's Southern European. Europe. Well, he's not Ray. We're not going to talk about. We're not going to define whiteness on this show. No, no. We'll save that for racists to do. They can choose who they want. (laughs) But making her a drug runner, really? You couldn't Uh, make her like, you know, philanthropist, just like Batman, maybe? uh, Today, Ryan lived in her van with her plant. Really? Oh, God. A girl who would steal milk for an alley cat 
and can also kill you with her bare hands. Ryan's is the most dangerous type of fighter. Highly skilled, wildly undisciplined. An out lesbian, athletic, raw, passionate, fallible. Dude. And very much not your stereotypical all-American hero. I am so upset right I now. I have no desire to see that yeah. shit. No. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they lost me. I've, they lost me. I've never been a fan of CW shows. I always think they're ultra cheesy. Even for me, this is coming from someone that watches CSI or uh, NCIS. Um, I've always found them to be a little cheesy. But I was going to give this one a go just to like see what they did with this character. But just hearing this, I'm... I'm ready to fight somebody over there. That sounds like hot garbage. It's a, yeah. A drug runner who lives in her van. Wow. Ex-drunk who spent years... Uh, I think she's no longer a drug runner, but still kind of a criminal. Anyway. Yeah, the C, the, I tapped out of the CW show as well. Ago. Yeah. The Mercury News reports, Supervisor... Shaman Walton introduced on Tuesday the Caution Against Racially Exploitive Non-Emergencies, or Karen Act, that would make it illegal to fabricate false racially biased emergency reports. I love that they, that's what they decided to call it. I, I'm loving it. Yeah, it, 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 it's in San Francisco, yeah. so it probably won't pass. Well, no, I think it's going to because people... Are getting sick San Francisco is kind of racist. It is, but listen to me now. The I think it's going to pass simply because at this point the cops are even getting sick of responding to these calls, especially with the pandemic. Everybody is like already stressed out. The last thing they want to do is take themselves away from actual crimes, which are still happening during the pandemic, to go address some white woman calling the cops on her black neighbor because he's existing outside of his home i i really do think that it's gonna go through the amount of money wasted Um, on these calls is ridiculous well we'll have to follow this to see if it uh actually goes too well i hope it passes i really being is um they're also going to try to make it statewide they're working with uh a representative from uh oakland as well good we need. I, I honestly really think it should be federal. It's not going to be, but it should be. It's just. It could be eventually. Eventually, probably not in our lifetime. Jesus, <laughs> nothing moves that no, fast no. for us. Well, no, but. Now, I want to share something with you guys. Um, uh, think of this is a. Uh, me playing Joe Biden in the ni- in 1967. Okay. The first man I met in the fall of 1967 was a beloved guy named Ted Cruz. He was young, absolutely gorgeous, and was infatuated with me. Some called me self-centered. More people just loved me. You hear stories of People getting kicked out of beaten up or beaten up in alleys or streets. But most of the time, you try to ignore it and hold on to whatever you can. Ted was what I had to hold on to. He gave me a place to call home, a place to put my toothbrush, and a place to lay down at the end of a long day. He was someone to come home to. I wasn't really looking for that at the time. I think I just wanted to be wanted to be looking for that. So I met Ted. We were two weeks strong and I didn't have much to to move in. Nothing but a toothbrush and a pair of ripped jeans and a wooden necklace as a souvenir from my hippie days. Ted was someone to hold on to at night. More stories aroused from the east end of town, and well, you could just read about about it anywhere. It was in the Chronicle headlining, Zodiac Killer. (laughs) No, they didn't. (laughs) It was a dark time for anyone, and homosexuals like myself had it a bit extra. Ted and I were together for for about a year when we broke it off in the beginning of winter 1968. 
<laughs> the violence continued on, and I decided it was my time. It was my time to live, sleep around, and do whatever I wanted to do. No one was holding me back. What the hell? So, the, uh, some dude or someone posted a coloring book, an adult coloring book of a muscle-bound Joe Biden. And it reminded me of that Robert Mueller children's story where he was dressed like a Chippendale dancer. Wait, what? And it sent me down this weird well of political erotica. Oh my, I don't even know what to... I read some of uh, to Heister and some other friends during a Zoom call the other night where it was Donald Trump, Snoop Dogg, Shrek, and John Cena the hell is wrong with people we need wow this quarantine is really messing with people's heads oh no this shit was written before quarantine oh no <laughs> oh yeah that fan fiction like this is yeah they've been writing this forever oh no i you know i honestly didn't even realize it was a thing until the uh whole 50 shades of gray um yeah that's when fan fiction became Maybe it's peak. And then everybody figured they can write Fifty Shades of Grey, so more and more fan fiction of fan fiction came out. That book was terrible, by the way. I needed exactly 1.5 pages before I had to give up and almost ended my life, so... Uh, I, I, I've seen the interview with the author. She is dumb as hell. You, you yeah, don't say. I, she I know is people so who love the books, stupid. and I'm like... You're an idiot. Yeah, I've seriously, and I told them at the time when it was going on that I was judging them extremely harshly for being... I'm like, there's a lot of good erotica out right. there with a BDSM aspect that you can find that's actually well-written. Right. I. That's why I didn't... It was like with the actual Twilight books. I made it like three to four pages in before I once again gave up on life and actually legitimately got up, got dressed, and went to the bar to try to erase (laughs) it was so bad like I got up and went to the bar to go like be around people and try to forget what I had just attempted to read I've I've never seen those movies like of either either one of those series but I've seen people making fun of them like you know doing their own like MST3K of them and it's hilarious the whole series is now on uh, Amazon Prime I thought about putting myself through the torture, but then I haven't had time for the pain. Moving on. The ESPN reports, Lift Every Voice and Sing, traditionally known as the Black National Anthem, is expected to be performed live or played before every game of week one of the NFL. And the league is considering a variety of other measures during the upcoming season to recognize victims of police brutality. A source familiar with the league's discussion told the undefeated on Thursday, this past Thursday. The song will be performed before the Star Spangled Banner, the source said. The NFL season opener is scheduled for September 10th with the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston, Texas which could have only been worse if it was the Candy City, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Washington Redskins. So, I just want to make sure I'm not super high. I mean, I know I'm super high, but I want to make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. Uh, during a really bad pandemic, we're resuming sports? They're trying to resume sports. We don't know what the what it, what it's going to look like. I think... From what I understand, the NBA is going to be performing in a quarantine, living and playing in a quarantined off area of Disney World, but they will also get access to the rest of Disney World when they're not playing games. Are they going to get tested before they're allowed to play with each other? Oh, wait, that sounded really bad. No, 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 that sounds about right. (laughs) We would hope so. I mean... No, but I'm serious, like... I don't think people are taking this whole thing very seriously and it's starting to get really scary and I honestly legitimately was planning on making my way towards Canada which is why I came this far and kind of started going north 
from AZ, but then I found out that we're, we're like worse than cheese coming from France. We are not allowed to go anywhere right now. No. Um, yeah. So, you know, years, after years of blackballing, well, about two years, three years of blackballing, um, Colin Kaepernick, now the NFL feels they should do stuff. They're going to let players wear statements on their jerseys and so forth. It's This is all probably Jay-Z's ham-fisted idea. Because remember, he is the musical. Right. Rock Nation is the musical I know, he component. did that whole deal with them, and I'm still disgusted with him about it. And I think he's a terrible he, person. I've been saying he's shit for years, but nobody listens I to listen, me. I didn't know you for Until. years, or else I would have listened on this one. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, he really has just shown his true colors over the years. And Before I couldn't even stand him as a person, I didn't even like him as a rapper. I'm not gonna I mean, lie. I like his music. I, 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 I can't stand him. Some of his songs I like. Now think about it though. If they had people in the fan in, in the stands, even just a few, if they played the Black National Anthem before the Star Spangled Banner, fans will lose their shit. Oh, of course. Racist. If they play it on TV, there's gonna be a whole bunch of. Dude, they can't... Snapchats and YouTube, Twitter videos of people flipping off the camera or turning their backs to their TVs during it. Yeah. Or, yeah, and it's just going to be another way to highlight how racist this country they is. They can All because the NFL couldn't get with the program. Dude, and, and the thing it is, the thing is, it's like all the stuff they're doing is, is just like performative. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. really change anything. It's like change the name of your team. Stop treating black players like shit. Wait, isn't the Redskins in the process of doing that very thing right now though? Yeah. Yeah. They're revi- uh, hit my mic. Reviewing it. I thought I'm so no. sick of them because I really thought this time that they were actually going to do it. Mm-mm. The Chiefs still out there. Yeah, no, I know. The Atlanta Braves are still out yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Cleveland Indians were changing their name, but they didn't. I think this. I think it's still a process. I think it's the process started. I don't. I think it's supposed to be gone by twenty twenty one. Isn't there another? Isn't there another team that has a racist name that's not like obvious? Like a, a few college teams. Yeah. But like, but it's not even it's not even obvious because it's who they're named after. I don't think people are really thinking mm-hmm. this through. Once these teams, <laughs> yeah, people think. Well, seriously, I mean, because they obviously don't care about human lives or respecting people from other nations. What these people generally do understand is money, and so they're really mm-hmm. not thinking this through. Because if these teams change their names and they have all this stuff for the Chiefs and the Redskins, guess what? It's going to be worth in about five to ten years. Yeah. Other people yeah. who were massive fans of them, but didn't have the capital to get that gear but maybe have it now are going to spend a ton of money just to fill their collection with stuff that doesn't exist and isn't going to be made anymore they're going to become antiques which eventually become worth a lot of money i I thought i thought of the team the buffalo bills oh which would be offensive to native americans because of who he he was yeah no he was terrible oh no so yeah. that it, it, you, I mean, I know this country is racist, but then I think about these things. It's like there is so much racism as part of the things that you just take for granted. It's sewn into There's the fucking a, flag, dude. There's yeah. Speaking of upstate New York, oh god, I should have added this. Oh god. Um, I used to live there. Gosh. This is gonna be good. Uh, please help me out. Black abolitionist John Brown. No. Sojourner Truth? N- n- no. Harriet Tubman? No. Frederick Douglass? Worked with Harriet Tubman. No. Oh. Frederick Douglass? Thank you. Oh, yay. <laughs> so, since we're been, we've been tearing down all the Confederate monuments, somebody uh, destroyed his. <gasps> What? In upstate New York. Oh, well, you know what? I live there, and that actually doesn't surprise me at all. So you know how most people, like, when something bad happens, they'll say fuck or shit or damn. Um, These people drop end bombs the way we do fuck bombs. Yeah. Like, they'll stub their toe and be like, motherfucker, 
motherfucking mm. <clears throat> yeah and i i went through quite a few experiences with people in my life at the time that i had to put up with because they were friends with my partner um where it took a long time for that kind of stuff to stop happening when i was in the room fuck upstate yeah. new york dude you just explained why i'm um wary of interracial dating lately i'm like even if the person's ultra cool you got to deal with their not so, so cool. cool friends yeah, and family and oh dude yeah no you have no idea hashtag never oh no i got an idea <laughs> i have a very good idea hashtag from experience <laughs> dude, hashtag never a fucking again man uh on july 4th 2020 a day of absolutely no importance whatsoever a Florida, Florida congressional candidate tweeted, Beyonce is not even African-American. She's a, she is faking this for exposure. Her real name is Anne Marie Lestrasi. She is Italian. This is all a part of the, deep, of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. Beyonce, you're our unnoticed. Unnoticed. Hashtag Great Awakening. Hashtag QAnon. Hashtag WWG1GWA. Where we go one, go we all. That's what it means. Do they, do they think Trump 2020. Yada, yada. Do they think they're Hydra? What the fuck is that? Where we go? What is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what Hell, is Hydra. That? Cut off one head, two. We'll take it. <laughs> what is that? I don't get that at all. It's like, what, what are you talking well, come about? Come on, dude. The base, the very base of QAnon is that Donald Trump, Robert Mueller, and the dead John F. Kennedy Jr. are all working together to bring down George Soros and the deep state. So I had... Wait, had what? Does your brain even come up with that? What? What? Dude, is that We is talked that about real? QAnon on here. I yeah, know, but John I, F. Kennedy Jr. is alive. He faked his death. I can't keep that kind of state. craziness in my head. Yeah. I, have enough cra- I have enough crazy to contend with already. I actually had to look head. them up after that crazy fucking nutcase in the state I was just living in, in Arizona. I believe she was in uh, Glendale or Phoenix. Anyways, she went into Target and was knocking over displays of masks and yelling a bunch of craziness about oh, Donald yeah, Trump yeah, personally yeah, yeah. backing her and the deep state and George Soros and all this other stuff. And she was claiming personal connection to the president while she was doing it. And I had to go back and do research and relearn all this QAnon shit all over again. And I was so angry that I'd forgotten and had to reread that shit. What? Well, it is so <coughs> stupid. Did, did you guys hear about that newest thing with Wayfair? Oh my God. This, this woman posted, I forget who it was, but she posted about how Wayfair yes. is smuggle, smuggling children. Dude, I looked at all the screenshots. That they're supposedly involved in child trafficking. <coughs> Dude. And I was like, does she not realize that Wayfair supports Donald Trump? Cause... Yeah. Yeah, yeah but she, they, she... they've been supplying, they've been su- working with uh, ICE and Customs and Border Patrol for Selling them cheap furniture, she, furniture she, for them to sleep on. No, she just but, basically pulled like a pizza gate on Wayfair. No, no, no. But I, wow. I saw the screenshots and it's kind of crazy because it was like actual Facebook profiles of these girls with their names and the articles of them being missing. And then there's like a cabinet that's like at Ikea. You could get it for like 40 bucks and it's priced for like $130,000. Yeah, like some con- crazy price. Yeah, it was very convincing. I'm just saying. But it's because Wayfair charges a lot for crap. Mm-hmm. But then why do yeah. they have shit named after missing little girls? Who? Wayfair. They, don't. they, they, they don't. You think they it was all Photoshop? Wayfair doesn't have their own brand. It, it's all, it's all, yeah, it's all made up. Trust me, it, it's all. I don't know. IKEA is the one that all their stuff is Swedish name. Well, yeah. Okay. IKEA. Yeah, no. You cut it. Cut. It. Don't, don't. 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 Don't let that in your head. Yeah. That's a. That's a degree of crazy that can take over. I. Don't, I ended up don't, reading like don't. six articles the other day while I was just sitting but, there. Why would you do that? I was QAnon. You stay away from I, it. Okay. Remember when Maje was arguing with that? Um, oh God. He was arguing with somebody about something, and we all sat there and watched that argument go on for like three days, and we're like, don't get sucked into it. It was, uh, 
Oh. Yeah. Silly ass right wingers. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened to me. Starting arguments about semantics yeah. and basically night stand on point. Yeah. But we yeah, told him yeah. not to get sucked in and he got sucked in and that's what happened because once I started researching QAnon and then the Wayfair thing popped up on my thing and I'm like, what is this? And yeah, and I spent like It's just funny to me because Wayfair is scrambling to like debunk all of it and it's like, you know, I don't like QAnon, but I don't like Wayfair either, so it's like, let them fight. (laughs) (laughs) Let them fight. Our final story comes from USA Today. As theme parks reopen in Japan, one new rule has visitors thrown for a loop. No screaming on roller coasters. It may seem like an odd request when riders are going up and down, upside down and sideways at high speeds. But in intense vocal expression may produce droplets that could spread the coronavirus. Japanese theme parks developed a rule so they could reopen with precautions after closing during the pandemic. The Wall Street Journal reported Wednesday that theme park visitors are having a hard time following it. You think? You're, you're dropping six, at 60 miles an hour. Is what is is a totally logical expo, you know did you, expression? Did you hear what they actually like the whole? It's my slogan for. Don't give the punchline away oh, yet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Two executives from the Fuji Q Highland Amusement Park appeared in a four-minute video in which they ride the park's Fujiyama coaster in complete silence. Please scream inside your heart <laughs> the video advises that at its conclusion that is that is my motto for 2020 please scream inside, please scream inside, inside your, your heart, heart. I, I have to you find that video because that's heart. that has got to be no the funniest thing ever hear that shit. sorry like how do you how is that even humanly possible i don't have that kind of self-control Yes, you do, because you type it on the phone. Oh, my God, I'm screaming. You're not really screaming. I know, but if I'm not on a roller coaster. <laughs> Good point. You know? Yeah, but they said, fan. yeah, you, you can't do it. Well, they did it. The two dudes did, but your average goer they pr- isn't going to be able to do I that. I wonder how many times they practice, though. Exactly. They're also making it challenges, like, you know, they'll take your picture to see who can hold the blankest face. <laughs> the serious look challenge. Do you and, get uh, money? Do you get money afterwards? Because I'll, I'll, I'll ride a roller coaster looking completely serious for, you know. No, nah, those pictures are old school internet fun. People just looking sad oh. on roller coasters. <laughs> just sitting like. And in haunted houses. Everybody's screaming around them. They're looking like. Come on, Death, I've been waiting for you. That, that got dark. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for listening to the End of Supervillains podcast. Be sure to rate us five stars, not 4.5, you sons of Who does that? Come on. Susan. And uh, be sure to follow me at IneptVillainL because I've been having fun with memes on Instagram. Uh, anything else we want to say? Wear your mask. Uh, stay away from other people. Wear your mask. Stay away from yeah. other people. Just stay away from people, period. They're awful. Really? That, that's usually good advice. Stop. Yeah. Um, and wash your if hands. You live in, wash your goddamn hands, you nasty Please. motherfuckers. If you live in Florida, Texas, Arizona, or Wisconsin, just stay in the house. Uh, also, um, wipe your ass because it's not feminine. Please. Please wipe your butt. Yeah, that's back in the news. Why is that back in the I news? Don't know, I don't know. But please wipe your ass. It is not gay to wipe your ass. I don't understand that. Just and then you wonder why girls it? don't want to give you head. You smell like shit. Like, actually smell literally like shit. You'll probably get lucky more often if you clean your butthole. I'm just saying. Wasn't expecting that hot Also wear your mask when you're out protesting so they won't take pictures of your face. They got drones and shit flying around. Um, Cover up your tattoos. Basically be an incognito superhero at all times. Oh my God. I would like to issue an apology 
to the um, Antifa groups because I used to get mad at them for wearing masks. Us, but now I understand why you were wearing masks. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I always do at protests because I I see it all the time. People will stand on the sidelines wearing MAGA hats, taking pictures of you to upload to their little Facebook groups so they can terrorize you and your family later on down the road. This is why I live in Chicago. <laughs> as long as I stay away from the Bridgeport neighborhood or Jefferson Park, I'm fine. I'm so happy to be Oh, y'all hear Lori Lightfoot is moving to Saganash? Yeah. Oh, you, Reagan is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't about? know. That's that. not a word. She lived in a more accessible neighborhood, but now she's moving to a neighborhood that has a large cop community oh. because they've been doing these wake Good morning, Lori. Morning protest in front of her house. Oh. Yeah, so she, now she's moving to a cop neighborhood because she's a cop. Oh. Yeah. A Texas podcast did a uh, a whole thing on who is Lori Lightfoot. I might listen to it just to hear shit I already know. <laughs> you might learn. Just curious. You might learn something. And see what they, ca- they, what they miss. Oh. You never know. Yeah. Anyway. Keep them goddamn babies out the street. Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. I had to burp for the last five minutes and because I was holding it in, now I can't burp anymore. <laughs>